Welcome to the Job Free Economy Podcast. I'm Joe Herbert, your host and curator of the selfmadewealth.co online wealth education company. I'm Joe Herbert, your host and author of the book, Get Rich in Five Hours, How to Go from Being Poor to Being Rich. In this episode, I'm going to discuss the 10 steps I use to accomplish all my life-changing goals. If you want to be happy, set a goal that commands your thoughts, liberates your energy, and inspires your hopes. Andrew Carnegie. A goal is something you wish to obtain or accomplish sometime in the future. Okay, a goal is like a strategic plan. It's a clear idea of what you want to accomplish, where you want to go. Even if you don't know how you're going to get there, it's critical that you have clearly defined goals on where you want to go. If you want to change the direction of your life and pursue dreams and accomplish big things, you have to have goals. It's impossible to come become rich and change your financial situation without goals. And a goal can focus on something positive or discontinuing something negative. I'll give you some examples of realistic goals. Losing 10 pounds. Reading one book a month. Getting your GED or going back to college. Lowering your blood pressure. Earning enough passive income to quit your job. Start your own business. Could be stop drinking or quit smoking. Those are all realistic goals. Goals are just critical for any person or team or company to succeed and grow. If you want to change what you're doing with your six life assets, you need to set goals to do that. And if you want to accomplish big goals, you have to be good at setting and accomplishing a lot of smaller goals. So what follows are my 10 steps to accomplish any goal. These are based on my own life experiences, the books I've read, some of the seminars I've attended, all the great people I've worked with and networked with. I think this 10 set, these 10 steps, if you actually apply them and use them, you will significantly and exponentially increase your chances of accomplishing any realistic goal. And step number one is make your goal realistic. You know, this 10xing things and saying, okay, I want to be um, a multi, 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 multi millionaire in six months instead of some realistic goal in six months. It doesn't work. Realistic goals have the most chance of being accomplished, okay? Instead of saying you want to be a billionaire in three months, that's a pretty big goal. Maybe you say, I want to be debt free in three years. That's a clearly defined realistic goal. Remember, you move a mountain one pebble at a time, and you're going to change your life one goal at a time. So use that same mindset when you want to accomplish a goal. And and throughout this podcast, I'm just going to give you examples of my own goal-setting experience. When I became a real estate agent, my goal was to sell 50 houses in one year. But I gave myself a five-year time frame to, to accomplish that goal. So in year one, my goal was to sell 15 houses. And then every year after that, I want to increase my sales volume by 10 houses. So in year two, I wanted to sell 25 houses. 
year three, 35 houses, year four, 45 houses, and finally in year at least 50, year five, at least 50 houses. Well, at the end of my fifth year, I sold 54 houses. And I believe the incremental and realistic goals allowed me to do that. Another goal of mine was to earn $100,000 a year in gross income. And I reached that goal in my fourth year as a full-time real estate agent. And now my next goal is to earn $100,000 a month from all my revenue streams. And I'm just sharing that with you to just show you that I set realistic goals and I do it in an incremental fashion. So if you're making $10 an hour right now at your job and you decide you want to earn $250,000 a month, that's a pretty lofty change. And I'm not trying to be a dream killer, but that's a big jump in income. Maybe a better thing to do is to say that 12 months from now, you want to go from $10 an hour to $20 an hour. That's a realistic goal, and it's clearly defined, and it has a time frame attached to it. Then once you're in $20 an hour, your next goal can be to go to $50 an hour. Setting incremental realistic goals is a great approach. It works for everybody. Slow and steady wins the race. Step number two, make sure your goal is specific and well-defined. The more specific your goal, the better your chance, the better chance you have of accomplishing it. Just to say you want to be a millionaire is not it's not specific enough. You know, a better way to say it is I want to own 50 rental units within five years that produce ten thousand dollars a month in cash flow. Instead of saying I want to have the best YouTube sports channel out there, you could say when I start my YouTube sports channel, I want to have 50,000 subscribers within 12 months. I want to run a marathon in three years. I want to lower my cholesterol level to 200 milligrams per deciliter within 12 months. I want to get out of debt within two years. These are all specific, clear, and achievable. Step three, set a specific time period or date to accomplish the goal. And there was examples above, if you noticed, I had a date or a time period attached to every one of those goals. Without a time frame to accomplish the goal, you can't really create a plan to do it. Um, If you don't set definitive deadlines, you're most likely just going to kind of kick the can down the road and you're going to become a victim of procrastination. And I'm going to use this example throughout this podcast, but when I was trying to get my real estate broker's license, I had completed all the courses. I had all the sales qualifications. All I had to do was take the state and national exam. And I had a ton of stuff to study. And I said, okay, I'm going to start studying, you know, a little bit each week. And when I'm ready, I'll take the exam. Well, you know, days turned into weeks and weeks turned into months. Okay. I I had no time frame or date in which to accomplish this goal. And I just kept kicking the can down the road. You know, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. And eventually I realized I wasn't going anywhere. So that's when I knew I had to get focused and and attach a date to this. So I realized I had 40 sections that I needed to study. So I wrote down a plan to study one section every day. I gave myself five extra days in case I missed a day. So I had 45 days to finish studying and take the exam. So what I did is I went online and paid for and registered to take the exam. So now the line had been drawn in the sand. I knew 45 days from now I had to sit and take the exam. There was no excuses. Otherwise, I was going to lose my money. 
So I started studying every day. And I had these 45 small, easy-to-accomplish easy to daily goals. And I knew the date was coming. So I, I studied every day and I passed the test. So having a written deadline for your goal so that you can monitor your progress and plan your timeline, it, it's really important. Okay, so that was that was step number three. Set a specific time period or date. Step four, put your goals in writing. Studies have proven that writing down your goals can increase your chances of achieving them by 40 to 50%. Also, when you write things down, especially your goals, you activate parts of your brain that would not otherwise be involved when you just think about doing it. And it also commits it to memory more and it activates your subconscious mind when you write down your goals. The other, the other beautiful thing about writing down your goals is you can post them someplace. You can see them every day. And again, when you see your goals every day and you think about them, it's going to it's gonna trigger your subconscious mind. And again, you'll start taking chance, um, I'm sorry, actions to accomplish your goals. So make sure you write down your goals and be very specific when you write them down. You can use your goals during your morning rituals where you're writing in a journal, for instance. You could actually rewrite your goals in there and say it out loud. So this is very powerful. Step five, I already mentioned this. Break your larger goal into a set of smaller goals. Goals form a strategic plan. Okay, your big goal is, okay, where do you want to go? But, you, but then you need a plan, right, to execute that goal. And, and when you break it down into smaller goals, these smaller goals kind of become the plan or the action items for accomplishing that bigger goal. I'd mentioned again about my broker's exam, and I created that list of those 45 days, and I had 40 days in there to study. And I literally wrote down when I was writing out this plan, on day one, I'm going to study these pages. And on day two, I'm going to study these pages. On day three, I'm going to study these pages. So all I had to focus on was accomplishing that one goal each day. So it worked out fantastic. So let's say your goal is to save $30,000 over the next five years. That sounds like a big goal. But again, if you break it down into smaller goals, it gets easier. So that's really $6,000 a year or $500 a month. So now your big goal becomes a series of 60 small goals of saving $500 a month. And now you can tackle that $500 a month goal. You can look at how much money you have coming in, how many bills you have, and hopefully you have $500 left over you're going to put in savings. And if you don't, then you need to decide what spending you're going to cut or how you'll make more money so you have 500 at the end of every month. But any huge objective can be completed by breaking it down into smaller steps with a written schedule of when you're going to do it. Step six, Read your goals out loud to yourself, out loud, every day, okay? Read your goals out loud every day. So now that it's clearly defined and written and broken down into smaller steps with dates, read them every day. Read them when you get up in the morning. Read them before you go to bed at night. Uh, this generates positive thoughts, motivation, and starts to trigger action. These things will always be on your mind. Any system of writing down these goals will work. You can use sticky notes on your bathroom mirror so you can see it in the morning and at night and read it. You can put index cards on your nightstand so you can read your goals before you go to bed at night. Make it a screensaver on your computer. Um, put a wet erase board in your office or your kitchen wall. Write it on a small card and keep it in your pocket. 
Write it on your hand with a permanent marker if that's what you have to do, but see it and read it every day. You know, manifesting your goals is all about reminding yourself over and over what you want in life. Number seven, decide what you will sacrifice to accomplish your goal. Most goals will require you to make some sacrifices. Let's go back to that goal of $30,000 a year, saving 30 grand in five years. More than likely, you're going to have to sacrifice and give up some expenses and some luxuries if you want to free up some money so that you have that $500 every month. If you need time to study for a course or research knowledge for the business you want to start, then maybe you need to give up fantasy football or Netflix for a while. But write down somewhere so you can see it every day and read it regularly what you are willing to give up until your goal is accomplished. I will tell you right now, anything good in life that's worth acquiring will take some hard work and sacrifice. At least that's the way my life has been. Number eight, this is a big one. Determine when you will work on your goal. Okay, so not only do you need a timeline and, 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 and dates for when you want to accomplish your goal, but you need to write down when you're going to work on the goal. This is really important. You know, the reason most people show up for work is because their employer gives them a schedule and requires them to be there. I, I wonder what we would do if our employer said, hey, I'm going to pay you no matter what, whether you show up or not, and you know whether you do any work or not. How, mu- how many of us would show up for work? Um, you need to take this my- the same mindset for your goals. Create a written schedule and require yourself to be there. And, you know, and again, I said I was going to use the broker's exam. I set aside one hour every day right after lunch to study for my broker's exam. I studied from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. every day during that 45-day time period. And I blocked it out in my Google Calendar so it was spoken for ahead of time. And I viewed that time slot just as important as any other import, any other appointment in my schedule So, you know, let's say you want to watch an online course or take an online course to start a multi-level marketing business. Then you need to block it out. Write it down on your whiteboard in your kitchen, what days and times you're going to do it, or put it in your Google Calendar. But be specific. The days and the times have to be written down, and you have to make it a priority. If your friend calls you to go golfing or go out to have a couple drinks, and that's the night you're supposed to be watching that course, then you say, no, I can't go. Maybe next week or maybe a different day. You have to stick to the schedule and make it happen. Another thing I want to say here is sometimes you have to find a place to do this where you're not distracted. You know, at home, we have kids and pets and our spouse and and these things can, uh, they want our attention. This is normal. So maybe you need to leave the house during these time periods that you say you're going to work on your goal. Maybe you go to a coffee shop. Maybe you stay one hour longer at work every night. But have a specific schedule for when you're going to work on your goal. Block it out in your calendar ahead of time, and you're going to exponentially increase your chances of accomplishing your goal. Step nine. This is another one. This helped me out a lot. Create a system to track your progress. The best example I'm going to give you is at sporting events, they have, they have a scoreboard. If you watch a football game, you see the score. You see what, how much time is left in the game, how many timeouts do they have left. Teams adjust their game plans and what they're doing based on that scoreboard. 
Well, you need a goal scoreboard so you know how you're doing. If you know you're, how, if you are you getting all these smaller goals done? Are you on schedule? Do you need to adjust your schedule? And again, I use the story of my broker's exam when I when I had that written schedule and what days and times I was going to study each set of pages or each chapters. I also crossed off every day when I completed that day so I could see the list getting shorter and shorter and shorter, and it was really exciting. Have some kind of a, um, a goal scoreboard, and if you can, put it someplace that other people can see because what's great about that is they're going to cheer you on and they're going to encourage you or they're going to hold you accountable if you're not doing the smaller steps that are in writing on those days and times when you say you're going to do them. So you have to track your progress. Number 10, this is another good one. Find someone to hold you accountable. It's extremely helpful to have a person in your life who is willing and capable of holding you accountable and completing your goals and completing all those little steps when you say you're going to do it. Accountability is a powerful tool to help a person change their life. If you were to hire a, an executive, a sales, or a fitness coach, they're going to hold you accountable. If you say you're going to show up this day and time at the gym for them to train you and you don't show up, they're going to call you and say, hey, where were you? You'd be amazed at how many more times you're going to go to that gym when you paid for it and you told that person you're going to be there. Think about when we were in, you know, I, I when I grew up, you know, I sat in a classroom in school and the teacher gave us homework. One of the reasons I did that homework was because I knew if I went to school the next day and the teacher called on me to go up to the board and write down the answer to the homework problem, if I didn't, if I didn't do the homework, I was going to be embarrassed. So there was a level of accountability there. This, and you know, another reason for creating this goal scoreboard and your list of smaller goals and when you're going to be doing them is you can just hand that over to your accountability coach and you can say, hey, look, I said I was going to break this goal down into these 20 steps. I said I was going to work on it this day and time. Now they've got a tool that can, they can even be more successful in holding you accountable. So those are my 10 steps for accomplishing any goal. And if you have a big goal and you want to change your life, and it can be any aspect of your life, it could be building wealth, a big educational goal, starting a business, uh, significantly improving your health. If you, if you employ these 10 steps, you will greatly increase your chances of accomplishing that goal. So please join me for episode 13, where I'm going to talk about failures, setbacks, and mistakes. I'm going to define what the difference is between those three and how you can avoid them, minimize them, and grow from them. They're going to happen to everybody. And if you want massive, positive, lasting change in your life, you need to understand how to minimize these things, how to avoid them, or how to learn from them. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Job Free Economy podcast. If you want to connect with me and start your journey to financial and personal freedom, go to selfmadewealth.co.